When you read Trains Magazine, you're looking for authoritative information on, on trains and railroading. Hey, this, this guy knew all about that. David P. Morgan, longest serving editor for Trains Magazine. And Morgan and, of course, all of us that, that work here at Trains Magazine today have got a great source for some of that information. We're taking you way, way, way behind the scenes here at Kalmbach Media, and we're going to David P. Morgan's library, one of our greatest research tools in producing the periodicals that you're in. Hey, come on along. This is Trains Live. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com Unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? Try our 30-day free trial of Trains.com, the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era. Trains.com, it's your home for the most comprehensive routing news and curated video series, articles, photos, and so much more, all about trains. You know, when we're putting together a story in Trains Magazine or doing a video piece or something for Trains.com, there is a ton of research that goes into that material before you see it. And it's all to make sure that we're telling the story accurately, that we've got all the details, I mean, right down to the little bitty details that, that you really love to see in Trains pieces. We want to make sure we've got those all right. Uh, photographs, hey, got to have pictures to, to tell about what we are, are talking about. So today here on Trains Live, we're visiting uh, a really, as I mentioned, behind-the-scenes place here at Kalmbach Media. We are in the David P. Morgan Library. Now, this is a, uh, it's an industrial library, if you will. Um, it is meant for use by Kalmbach employees in fulfilling the mission of our various brand magazines and, and media products. And, you know, as you, you expect books in a library, you know, I love books. We're going to, we got a, we got a book shelf for you at the end of today's episode. But, you know, you, you see things here. Um, you would expect in a library. We've got back issues for classic trains, for trains magazine. Um, but you know what? Our other brands here at Kalmbach also use the library. And we're starting off in, yes, the astronomy section for our folks for astronomy, discovery. Uh, there's also a section here that covers uh, modeling for the folks at Fine Scale Modeler to do their research. And so, you know, if you're looking for, well, geez, we want to read something about the moon or uh, space flight or, you know, whatever. The astronomy section here, it's going to have it. But I'll tell you what, let's duck over to the train side of the library. All right, so we are now over on the trains side, the track side of the David P. Morgan Library here at Kalmbach Media. And we started out visiting astronomy, discovery, uh, the science side of things, fine scale modeler. But now, yes... We're in the we're in the trains and the tracks section. And as you go through the library, you're going to see all forms of books, railroad fiction, books on locomotives, books on specific railroads, books on events around railroads. Get it? There's a lot of railroad books here. Well, if the cataloging system in our library were based on, say, the Library of Congress system or the Dewey Decimal System, we would be using just a little bitty, bitty, bitty portion of both of those very large systems. So we have a unique 
cataloging system here in the Morgan Library. If you notice on the end of the shelves here, we have you know, biographies under Bs, C for cars, D for operation, H covers labor, government, the railroad problem, economics, locomotives, very specific categories within the railroad genre. Well, this is done so that as we go through the library, we can quickly find things that we're looking for. And if you look on my guide sheet here, um, a gentleman named George Drury, who was one of our editors and a, and a book author here many, many years ago, kind of developed the system where we have big letter groupings for some of the major topics within railroading. And then there are subtopics that will further define and refine uh, a search that you be may, may be making. So let's do this. Let's go see if we can find a book here in the library. Um, Kevin Gilliam, one of our video producers, uh, has been working on a new video title on Mikado locomotives. And Kevin called me this morning and said, hey, Bob, um, one of the folks that I interviewed mentioned a specific book by David P. Morgan. Um, I, my copy's kind of rugged. Can you see if we have a copy in the library there that we can use as a still in this upcoming video? So the book happens to be relating to Southern Railroad Mikado number 4501. Turns out that David Morgan did actually write a book on that. And if we come to the shelf here after looking through our catalog, why, yes, we happen to have David Morgan's book on 4501. So there we go. You kind of see now how our library is going to factor into something that you are going to see uh, in a train's video a little bit further down the road. All the books and periodicals that we hold here in the library, yeah, there's over 14,000 volumes just like this one. So our library, we use it for photo reference. We use it for verifying information. It is a very complete source for railroading. Hey, let's go uh, take a look at some other kind of really deep dive things that help us in making maps that you see in Trains Magazine. We have gone a couple rows down from where we were looking at books a minute ago. And coming up in the March issue of Trains, uh, we have a In Your Own Words story, one of our, our more favorite departments in the magazine, uh, that deals with a runaway on the Santa Fe Railroad in June of 1968. Well, when we start compiling our map references, obviously the area that we're talking about in Kansas where this happened has changed significantly since 1968. I mean, today the main line going through there belongs to BNSF Railway. Um, many of the branch lines have been abandoned. Uh, some of the branch lines are operated now by short lines. But we needed to get a map so that you, our readers, could see what it was like in June of 1968. Well, we've got plenty of references in our art department for that, but to make sure that we were accurate, 100% accurate, we came back here to the library, and in this particular section, we have employee timetables. These are the timetables that the railroads issue to their employees that talk about all the different rules, the situations uh, on particular lines, uh, what equipment is allowed to go where, so on and so forth. And I have, have pulled out the box for, of course, the Santa Fe. That's who we happen to be talking about here. And in the box, there we go. 
employee timetables issued to the employees talking about the railroad. And we have timetables here as you read across the shelf, um, Amtrak, the Baltimore and Ohio, uh, the Burlington Northern, BNSF, uh, on and on and on. Many railroads that are now fallen flags. But this reference allows us to answer questions uh, for maps that we're making. It allows questions to be answered such as, uh, was that class of locomotive ever seen in such and such a town? We can go into the references here and verify whether that was possible or not. So the, the wealth, the, the breadth, the width of what we have in the library to bring you a story, pretty incredible. All right. Hey, got to go upstairs for our next part of the library tour, uh, the David P. Morgan Library here at Kalmbach Media. This is our internal resource. This is where we find a lot of the information that we use in stories and, and maps that we present to you in our trains magazines and on our, our video segments online. And I'm in a section that is uh, uh, is very focused, if you will. Many of the historical societies, and in fact, even some of the, the bigger museums, have uh, their own magazine, their own periodical. How about the Milwaukee Road Historical Society? They publish the Milwaukee Roader, obviously all about the uh, Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Paul, and Pacific. And, you know, I was I had a question the other day, as I pull this one out here, I had a question the other day um, about... An Alco S2 switch engine. Um, and it was something I was working on with one of the model railroader guys. Uh, they had a question about actually modeling one specific to the Milwaukee Road. And it turns out um, that in the first quarter of 2010, well, there it is. There is an article in that particular Milwaukee Roader on modeling an Alco S2. So these magazines provide us not only with historical information for publications like trains, but also provide modeling information that you can pair that history and the modeling up and you know, come up with something cool for your layout if you're also a modeler. I want to show you down here as well in the periodical section. Um, and you said some of the bigger museums have uh, a magazine, one that we receive here uh, from the Illinois Railway Museum. This is their publication, Rail and Wire. Uh, talks all about goings on at the museum, but also some great historical articles about pieces uh, in their collection. So it's not only books that we have here in the library that we are using for research. It's not only primary source documents like employee timetables, but periodicals from other folks that are doing fantastic historic research help us in what we're doing to present material for you in trains. So words are but half of the story for Trains Magazine. And in fact, for any of the, the publications here at Kalmbach Media, the photos, and whether it be a historic photo or a series of photos showing you a how-to or uh, just photos, say, of trains that are beautiful, artistic, Boy, there's a lot of imagery that we like to present uh, to you as our readers and our viewers. And one of the areas of the David P. Morgan Library here at Kalmbach Media that, well, I'm going to be real honest, we tend to get lost 
in this section of the library. And it seems kind of simple when I show it to you, but man, you can spend hours and hours here. The bank of file cabinets that you see here, and this is just half of them. These file cabinets extend all the way down to the other end of the library. These are our black and white photo holdings, and they are organized by railroad. And then within each railroad, they're organized by steam locomotive and a diesel locomotive and freight and passenger uh, trains in action, also divided then by state where some of this particular action took place. Um, for some of the bigger railroads, there are photos of uh, individual buildings or significant structures of people, um, maybe of uh, derailments, uh, special trains, you name it. In these file cabinets, you're going to find images that you see, the black and white ones at least, that illustrate the pages of Trains Magazine and our other publications. There is easily 150,000 images here. So, tell you what, hey, come with me. We're going to get lost for a couple of moments. Remember a few minutes ago I mentioned that uh, Kevin Gilliam is working on a uh, new video on Mikado's. And we had found a book for him uh, by David Morgan on Southern uh, 4501. And you know what? I know what Kevin's going to do. He's going to call me up and go, Bob, you found the book for me. Can you get me some photos of Mikado's? Well, we'll start with the Southern Railroad. So I'm going to come in here and go dig in. Okay, here's our Southern uh, Railroad, the beginning of it at least. Let's pop this drawer open. And you can see, okay, alphabetical order. We've got our Sioux line. Uh, we've got uh, South Bend, Indiana Union Station, smaller railroads along the way. Hey, here we go. Southern Railroad. Whoops. And so we start off with steam locomotives by wheel arrangement. Uh, Mikados, 282s. And look at this. We're going to be able to get Kevin a whole bunch of photos. In fact, let me... Uh, let me kind of juggle our microphone for a second. Let's pull that out here. Thank you, Ben. Ben Lake, our cameraman today, producer. And got that. Thank you. All right. So here you can see just Southern 282s. These are going to be everything from straight on roster shots, um, we have one steaming up here on uh, a locomotive facility, uh, groupings of them. And these photos are going to range from the 1940s on. Uh, a lot of them will have information on the back that describe the photo, lead us to caption material, help us to verify information. Um, but just an absolute treasure trove, a wealth of photographic imagery. A lot of them will show details uh, such as the uh, smoke channel that Southern applied to some of their locomotives. So again, a just a huge, huge uh, archive that we use in presenting stories. Now, before we get lost here on these, let's, let's close this one up and, okay, Southern, big railroad. Obviously, a couple of drawers worth of material, but you know, what if we're looking for a, a smaller Mikado locomotive? Um, how about something from the Sumter and Choctaw, which was a small lumber hauling railroad uh, down in the south in Alabama, if my memory serves me correctly. So I were in the library. I'm going to have to verify that. Let's see if we can come up with something like that. Well, let's see here. Sumter and Choctaw. 
We got the South Omaha Terminal. We've got the Spokane, Portland, and Seattle. And how about, there we go, Sumter and Choctaw. So you get the idea that our library here is fairly complete, uh, rather broad uh, as far as what is available. Um, and here you see pictures of the small lumber hauling Sumter and Choctaw Railroad. That's a Mikado, by the way. So, yeah, we're going to have to pull that photo and send it on to Kevin for that, that video. But then again, also, you know, within this um, roster shots from the locomotive builders themselves, this one happened to be a card uh, produced, a photo produced by Baldwin Locomotive Works uh, when they built this particular locomotive. So not only the big railroads and all the different concerns and disciplines within the big railroads, but small as well, so that we can really drill down and provide you with the information, whether word uh, or photographic, that you've come to expect from Trains Magazine. Yeah. So with every library, you've got to have a librarian. And as I've told you so many times, the librarian is your friend. You know, you, you don't have to know everything about a subject. You just have to know where to look it up. And that's where your librarian comes in. And we have, we got a great librarian here at the David P. Morgan Library, Tom Hoffman. You can, you can tell he's a likable librarian because, hey, please interrupt me. Most people hang out the do not disturb sign. Tom wants to be disturbed and interrupted. Come on. Here we go. Again, folks a librarian. This is your friend, no matter what librarian. That's your buddy. Yeah. Tom, welcome to Trains Live. Good to be here. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> All right. We have been to the library. We've seen books. We've seen periodicals. Um, we've looked at black and white photographs. And I notice on the screen, you are into something uh, a little more contemporary. And you... You're the kind of the keeper of our color images as well, right? Yeah, it's uh, called our digital photo library. It's uh, been in, in effect since uh, late 2008. And I just did a um, an audit this morning, and we have uh, just over 78,000 images in the collection, which con is contained in 127 folders. <laughs> Jeez, okay. More of that organization and catalog. So those digital images that Tom's working on, when you make a contribution, a photo contribution to Trains Magazine or Model Railroad or Classic Trains or any one of our magazines here at Kalmbach, at some point, it passes by Tom and he looks at it and says, nice photo, really nice photo. Let's hang on to that one for the collection. Correct. And then there's other things that you do with that photo after that. Well, uh, the most important part of uh, my function here is uh, to... Uh, create the caption that goes with it. In many instances, the information that we receive is quite sufficient to create a good caption. But if something's missing, I created a, I don't know how many paragraph spiel that I send to the contributor saying, please uh, go through your information and get back to me so we can uh, uh, put this photo in our collection for further use down the road. And uh, people do cooperate in that regard. And and the stuff you're talking about are the things that, that really flesh out the details. I'm like, the date the photo was Absolutely. taken, where it was taken. Location, uh, date, uh, direction the train is headed, 
what railroad is operating the train, uh, all sorts of different uh, things are needed to make an accurate uh, uh, caption. And if we make a mistake, uh, we hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, and, and you are absolutely right. I mean, that accuracy, I mean, that's that's why we, we have all this. Now, earlier I noticed uh, you had on the screen some photos from a gentleman named Bob Bars. Um, Bob is a New Jersey photographer. Uh, we're going to have a feature of his in Trains Magazine this summer uh, on all of the different uh, heritage and specially painted units uh, for New Jersey Transit. Um, but Bob sent us, geez, I don't know, three, four hundred photographs. And you're picking out ones that probably won't make the magazine, but we will probably use those in the years down the road. Absolutely. We've got other departments here, uh, classic trains, if it's uh, old enough, a model railroader, uh, books, even fine-scale modeler has access to this uh, trains image archives. And uh, uh, Bob has been very good in sending me detailed captions for the, the massive, <laughs> massive bunch that he sent us. And... Uh, I try and make those meaningful. For example, one photograph might be used, uh, for example, in commuter railroads, which uh, New Jersey Transit is, but also for uh, uh, structures and engineering, for bridges, uh, depot stations, for uh, depots and stations, uh, signals. And if it's something that uh, we can't quite categorize, I'll make up another folder. We'll have 128, and I'll put that in there. And, and you know, as Tom said, some of these photos, we already know kind of what magazine they're going to end up in. Some of them, um, you know, you might see a really cool photo that when you looked at it was a train station photo. But when an editor looks at it for, say, the gallery section at the back of trains, it might look artistic enough that it fits in there. So you you have got to have probably one of the funnest jobs with Combine. Well, I've been retired since 2007, and uh, this is a perfect job for a rail fan, and I'm pushing 80 years old and enjoying it. And I told Rob when he was my boss, I'm your guy so long as I'm on the right side of the grass. So, <laughs> And that'd be Rob McGonigal, retired editor for Classic Trains. Told you, folks, the librarian is your friend. You got to get to know your librarian. Hey, I hope you have enjoyed our visit to the David P. Morgan Library here at Kalmbach Media. Man, you know, listen, if you're ever looking for me and you can't find me, I'm probably here in the library. Hey, one last stop today. One of the other items that we hold in the library that we keep track of uh, is some of the, the technical, the industry publications. Um, one of the big industry publications, Railway Age. You know, if we wanted to know what was going on in railroading, say, back in 1910 or 1911 or 1912 from the business side of things, yeah, we come back here for Railway Age. Hey, let's duck over to Mr. Bob's railroad bookshelf before we go. That seems kind of silly, me taking you to the bookshelf when we're already in the library. But you know what? Again, you know my love of books. You know my love of libraries. And when you come to a library like this, or really any library, you can dive into a subject from so many different angles. You know, here in our library, maybe you want to pull a book off the shelf 
that is specific to one building, one place, one time in history. This particular one um, about Union Station in Kansas City, a the story of the station and, of course, then uh, its restoration and its contemporary use. Now, there's a very uh, focused look, if you will, for a railroad book. You know what? Sometimes maybe you don't want the the uh, the nonfiction. Maybe sometimes you want to snuggle up with the, the kids or the grandkids and share a train story. And in these train libraries, you can find wonderful fiction books like this, The Last Train. Talks all about a train leaving town for the last time and the station being abandoned. And while it's sad, it's the history and the memories that come about. So you can find, you know, books like that, a little little less focused. But you know what? Sometimes maybe you want to go in for the deep dive historical read. And you know what? Then you've got to take and go to the shelves and find Murray Klein's two-volume set on the history of the Union Pacific up to 1969, those first hundred years. So in a library that specializes like this, you've got everything from specific location to fiction about the subject to some real deep dive history. And, you know, when you visit a library or a museum and look for something like this, you know, it's for furthering your knowledge. When we're doing it here, this is to bring you a better magazine and tell a better train story all out of the David P. Morgan Library. Hey, uh, let's see, KalmbachHobbyStore.com. Can't forget that. Um, dive in there. You know what? Okay, it's winter time. We're going to be stuck inside for a bit. Plenty of hobby supplies. Puzzles, new videos. Remember that Mikado video I told you about that Kevin Gilliam's working on? Yeah, it's going to be out here shortly. You can pick all that up at KalmbachHobbyStore.com. Don't forget that. Hey, listen, until we meet again here on Trains Live, I'm Bob Lettenberger, Associate Editor for Trains. And, man, I really, really want to see you behind the pages of Trains Magazine. Thanks for watching Trains Live. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com Unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? Try our 30-day free trial of Trains.com, the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era. Trains.com, it's your home for the most comprehensive railroading news and curated video series, articles, photos, and so much more, all about trains. <laughs>